Stop. I just said get to my face. It can be down here. It just can't be like far away, you know? Okay. <sighs> How are you? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm very good. How about you? Oh, I don't know how I am. <laughs> Seems like when we do a lot of things in a row, uh, and especially after the grocery store, Paige loses her patience a little bit. And I just kind of become an airhead. And those don't work very well. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're talking about today? Is our differences? <laughs> That's a perfect segue. Our first episode, we're talking about our personality traits that uh, sometimes conflict. Yes, but first we should probably start by telling them what the hell we're doing. Yes. How about you do that? So I was feeling in this little creative rut with It's Hard. Feeling like I didn't have any fresh ideas and I didn't really know where I wanted to go next with it. And we were going to take a season break during February to kind of rejuvenate. And hopefully kind of revamp my creativity. It's okay because it's on Zoom and Zoom collects noise in a different way. Um, Revamp my creativity. And uh, we were sitting and we were talking and we realized that it's probably best if we do something just different for February instead of just taking a total break. Jack's been so nice and helpful in helping me brainstorm content ideas and different things. And then we came up with it was just one day as of so far. So don't give me too much credit. (laughs) But we realized that February is Valentine's Day, which we'll talk about our feelings about Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day. It's also our two year anniversary and we're getting married this year. So uh, I feel like we are in the middle and in the messiness of a lot of things. And we want to share that. And we're not here to give you advice. We're not here to, you know, fix your relationships in any way. We're just here to kind of talk openly about the messiness of relationships. Um, but also, you know, the beauty in it and how to kind of how we have started to like intentionally work through some things and what's been working, what's not been working, what we're trying. We don't know if it's working yet or not. Um, we just want to do a relationship series. So we're doing a four episode relationship series for the month of February. This is going to be the only podcast content that will come out. So if you, for some reason, hate Jack, then I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. You are in trouble. (laughs) A lot of it. And we also, we also want to preface that a lot of the conversations that we're going to be having are likely more directed towards a heterosexual relationship, being that that is the type of relationship that we're in. However, I don't believe that it's only to serve that because I think a lot of relationships can find similarities. I mean, I get a lot of my relationship advice from Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach, to be quite honest with you. They are like, they are the be all and all in my eyes. She was almost in tears chuckling to their last episode. I missed it. I would have loved to see it, but <laughs> she told me that was the case. We're going to talk about what they talked about, though. They talked about cohabitating with another grown up and how fucking hard it is. So, yeah, with lovey 
um, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but Lovey is love. Oh, I love her. Lovey Jones. I think Lovey Ijea Jones. Love you. It's right. Like her name is just perfect for her and her heart. I had a dream last night that she asked me to, to ask me on my podcast. That's a someday someday. Um, so yeah, that's what we're doing this, this month. Um, so episode one is obviously now these are going to be a little bit shorter. Um, and our first episode is really talking. I love how she says a little bit shorter. There's, there was originally going to be 15 to 20 minutes. And then she had to try to change it to 30 to 40. And then we agreed upon 20 to 30, but 20 to 30 is a lot less, more than a little shorter. So I'm just setting the standards off with you. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so we're talking about our differences in our personalities. And this is something, the reason that we're talking about this today is because it literally just came up the other day. So we are in the middle of this. This is one of those things we're in the middle of. We don't have the answer to it. We're not perfect at it. But I felt like what we learned the other day after we had a little squabble was really insightful. And yeah. What do you think? Well, I can give a little more background on the information. Why don't you do that? Oh, you want me to do that? You no, want I want to do Okay, that. you do it. Uh, so it seems like since we've been together, it happened more in the beginning, and now will happen every maybe month, month or so. We'll have just kind of a lazy day, or we'll have a day, and uh, Paige is a big planner. So she likes to have her events planned out. She She's also a homebody, so she likes to be at home a lot when she's not having a planned event. Uh, I work a little differently. My family works differently. It's definitely uh, kind of a culture thing, but not like a culture. How would you how would you describe that? It's like a dynamic, a family dynamic or like a learned behavior. There you go. Learned behavior. Uh, Definitely more free flowing, kind of on a whim, willing to um, consider a lot of options. Sometimes just do something sporadically that might not make sense. That's not logical. <laughs> and uh, sometimes that behavior comes out with me and it doesn't really match up with Paige's personality in her brain very well. And I'm very undecisive, indecisive, and it usually leads to some energy towards each other as not necessarily fun. Uh, it turns into a discussion. There you go. So moral of the story is I am a planner because I have anxiety and I have a very hard time going with the flow. I would not describe myself as a go with the flow. Like if there is a flowage, I am trying to run the other way. I just, I can't. And it's almost like I'm going against the flow all the time. You know, that's what it feels like. I'm just constantly like banging my head against the wall because I sit and I like have anxiety about if I don't have a plan, like what is the purpose? And with this situation, Jack and I were like going for a walk. And then I was like, do you want to do something after? And I'm sitting in my head thinking like, oh my gosh, like I want to make sure he he does something. I know he's been sick and he's been at home and he works from home. And like, I'm getting in my head worrying about him and his happiness and trying to like 
prepare everything in my mind for him. And that's just like, not my job. And I don't have a right to do that, but I still was doing it. I don't ask her to do that either. He does not ask me to do that. I do it fully on my own and I drive myself crazy. And so I'm like conjuring up all these things in my head. And then he thinks, I don't know how to pronounce that word. I don't even know why I used it. I don't even know if I use the right. Um, no, you did. And then I ask him what he wants to do. And then he comes up with this like plan to drive to the suburb of Utah. That just, I don't even know if it has anything there at 530 at night with our dog. And in my head, I'm like, this makes no sense. And then in his head, it is just fun. And it's it, like, who cares? And I think I think so hard about the risk of failure or um, wasting time. Like, I think my fear of wasting time is so high because I'm always thinking about what I could be doing. Like opportunity cost sits in my brain constantly of like, if I'm doing this, I'm wasting time that could be spent doing this. Does that make sense? I mean, it doesn't make sense in the sense of like, it's stupid, but do you know what I'm saying? Sure. But it doesn't make sense. (laughs) So we have this dilemma where we both have things about us that I would say are just are not ideal, right? Like I am so opposite of the side of like, I'm planner, can't really go with the flow. He is like, so go with the flow to the point of like, some of these things don't make sense. Like, why the hell would we do this at this time of night? Let's just also reiterate that like when I have one of these spells, I'm not necessarily aware of like what's going through your brain either. Right. So that's probably one of the most like irritating parts of it is like, you're sitting there like he should know my brain. He should know what's going on. He should be understanding where I'm at and he should be trying to help this out. And I'm just totally off of my own Island. <laughs> like, like, Oh, whoa, that'd be a great idea. That would be <laughs> such a good idea. Oh, maybe that could be fun. And it just gets to a point where it boils over. That is like so spot on. And I think of this a lot in like the masculine feminine energy too, because I was actually talking to Sierra about this a little bit today about us and our energy differences. And I do First shout out of the night. Sierra. I do think that I have. And I, I'm just curious your thoughts on this. I think in our relationship, I have more masculine energy and you have more feminine energy. This isn't a bad thing. This is literally just the way that like all of us have feminine and masculine energies, right? Can you, you describe both of those for me? Um. Okay. Well, I don't know if I can really describe it like de- textbook definitions. So don't take my word for it. But my understanding is like the feminine energy is like the caretaker, the nurturer, like the you know, just kind of that like loving presence. And then the masculine energy is more of the like stoic, a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of just like what you picture in like a generic masculine feminine situation. Right. But they're not meant to be like, oh, you're the girl. And they're like, that's not what it is. I'm, because- not, in- I'm not offended by it. Okay, good. And because I, you shouldn't be. And I would be all right with having more feminine energy. And I definitely do have feminine energy. I just don't know if you have more masculine. I just think that you, because you're the empath and 
base behind all of it is you're also you're trying to make everybody happy. You're also trying to make it time efficient. I don't know if that may would make sense. Yeah, I think too where I was coming from with this specific situation is like you are more of the like caretaker in the sense of like you you're very serving, like you're service oriented, right? Like you do a great job of like, you bring me coffee in the morning and like you do little intentional things and like you tend to take care in those specific senses. Whereas for me, that's not as natural, right? Like if I want to do that for you, I have to like really think about it and be really intentional about it because it doesn't come naturally to me. Sure. I don't know if any of this makes sense, but that's my thought process. But I am Either more way. of a service, acts of service person. That's how I do what I would do for people. Mm-hmm. You're kind of loud and in charge planning things. So oh, sure. God. We're definitely yeah. different. And I'm, I'm very headstrong. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm very like stubborn and I'm just, I like to be in charge. I like to be like, I like to be a leader. Like that's my like natural drive you're laughing is it true it is true but some of those qualities my opinion you have don't always invoke the best leader sometimes sometimes doing those things you you become a leader by doing other things oh for sure like i definitely don't think that that is like a, a positive thing all the time. Like, I don't think it makes me a good leader by any means. I think it's like that kind of, that's where that masculine side comes back in though, because like a lot of times throughout history, what we see is like that more masculine energy. They're putting themselves in front and they're trying to be leaders and all this stuff. And they're not necessarily doing it. That's why they say so many women would be better leaders, right? Cause they're empathetic and they're kind and all these things. I feel like I have a little bit more of that masculine energy in the sense that I don't always lead or try to lead. I don't know. Cause at work, I guess I do a little bit more of the caretaking, but at home it's like with the gender dynamics or like gender, what is it? Norms. I just don't want to be a gender norm. Like, like so anti being a woman who is taken care of by her husband and just sits at home. And not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I don't want that for myself. And then I try to like fight it so hard to a point where it's like, is this even worth it? I don't think you're that. I think you're very independent. You do your things. I think we share, shall share household duties, uh, it's a good dynamic. I would never think that. I would think I would follow you. I do listen to you a lot. You do make a lot of plans. <laughs> do I'm have, very loud. You do have a lot of good things to say. Otherwise, <sighs> I wouldn't listen to you. Uh, yeah, I agree with it overall. Well, I just think the moral of all of this is there are going to be parts in relationships that, and as you discover over time, that you have differences, right? And the biggest thing is what we figured out and what we're trying to figure out is like, how do you meet in the middle and make it work for both parties and you do what's best for you while also doing what's best for the other person. So making sure that you are 
you know, for us, for example, like I'm trying to be better about relaxing in some capacity. Jack's trying to be better about maybe being a little bit more intentional with the plan of something, but we had a good conversation of something we're going to try. We're going to stay tuned on how it goes of if Jack is really wanting to do something spur of the moment, can he ask me, Hey, you know, do you feel like you could just go with the flow today? Or like, do you feel like you could go with the flow with this situation? Or do you have too much anxiety right now? Or, you know, just kind of where is your check-in? Like, where's your head at? And if it's at a good place, can we try something that is against the norm of what we normally do? Yeah, it's good. I mean, I think what we can just also talk about a little bit more this in this moment is I asked you in the situation when this happened, because we did a lot of reflecting after we had our disagreement, I was like, Hey, we've had the same exact disagreement, almost like the same things, like the same patterns, the same thing said is does this as that. Why haven't either one of us changed or adapted or, or figure out how to do this better. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. And I was like, why haven't and the question I asked you, I was like, why haven't you been more aware that this is happening and you give me a bunch of different questions. You ask me yes or no. And then I kind of jump back and forth, jump to different ideas. You kind of don't give me a definitive answer because you're worried about me and me being happy. Why don't you just tell me like, Hey, just figure it out. What do you want to do? Like to either choose something or not right now. Okay. Do you want to do this? Do you not want to do this? But like, like you, you need to like catch me in the moment of just like, bird is it bird brain in or whatever the case is and i mean that's good and then we landed on like we need to both be a little more aware and use specific language to acknowledge what's happening mm-hmm. right like i forgot what were the words that we picked <laughs> I it was just yesterday oh yeah well i remember i was gonna say hey is this like you said like is this too much for you to go in the flow on this one this would I don't think we agreed on anxious. Like, does this make you anxious if we go do this? Yeah. Like that. And then yours is like, like your brain is going crazy right now. Like you're all over the map. Right. Like ground yourself a little bit here. Right. And that's the thing too, is like this whole process or this whole thought is, is practice, right? Like, I think we'll try it the next time we get into that situation because there are just things about our personalities that are so incredibly different that there's times where like, we simply just don't get each other. Like that's the best. I feel like that's the best way to describe it. Like my brain doesn't work like that. And so I'm sitting there going like, I just genuinely don't understand this. And then you do the same exact thing. Right. And we both get irritated and frustrated with each other. Right. Because we're like feeling as though we're supposed to understand this, but to accept the fact of we don't have to understand in that moment. And it might take like Jack was so funny. yesterday. He goes, yeah, you know, maybe when we're 80, we'll finally have this figured out, (laughs) which like, I think it's okay to be okay with not always having things completely figured out. You're never going to be able to just like know the person to the point of like, oh, I know exactly what to say exactly in this moment because we're we're constantly growing and evolving and changing. And I just know that, you know, it's going to be a practice and it's going to take time and effort and trial and error. Like this might not work the first time, right? Or it might work for the first two times. And then, you know, we might start saying the same thing over and over again and be like, oh, fuck that. Like, and now I know what you're trying to do. 
I could see myself doing. <laughs> well, it's not a game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's a game so that we don't get frustrated at each other because that's not fun. No, it's never fun, but it's inevitable. It's part of relationships and it's a reminder. This is a reminder of like, no matter how something might look on social media or in anything, like everyone's always got something they're working through. And that's also why you choose to be in a relationship is if you're ready to grow and change and evolve, because you're learning so much from that other person. Like there, there's times where I'm aware of how easy it would be for me to be alone because I'd be able to get away with all my shit that I do. That's frustrating and annoying. Um, but to have somebody who like pushes me to like think differently also tells me the good things about myself is like such a catch 22 of like, Oh, I can see, I can hold the mirror up. Like a relationship is a perfect mirror. That's the exact way I felt in those moments. We have them is it would just be so much easier if it was just me right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so mean. And it's like, why am I? I shouldn't feel that way. But it's true because like, and that's why people don't survive in relationships is because like it is truly, it's easier to be alone in a lot of ways. Yes, it's lonely. And I understand it's like not everybody feels that way. But in the end of the day, like you get to go to bed and just like, you don't have to worry about someone else. And like, we always say like your base happiness, like you're responsible for that. You know, each other is responsible for our own base happiness and taking care of ourselves. However, like you still have to think about like, <laughs> I was texting Dell the other day and she and Anna and Annie got us this like couples notebook thing for our engagement. And it's so cute. And she texts me and she was like, do you have, or have you started uh, the couples notebook yet? And I said, no, I go, honestly, it's sitting on our bedside table and I look at it every day. And I just think to myself, am I ready or feeling up to be vulnerable right now? Like I look at you and I'm like, I kind of just want to go to bed. And I go through that process in my head every night, but it's like, do I really want to, and those notebooks are perfect examples and, and reminders of like, we need to do that work, but it is just, sometimes it's just hard work. And it's just easier to go to bed or like put your TV show and me read my book and like not talk or not do anything and just like live our independent lives for a couple of minutes because it doesn't reflect on our personalities so much as it does when we sit and we like talk about things and we get vulnerable about our relationship because that's really when like the trueness of yourself comes out and is so clear. And I think that's what's scary. I just have a nose itch. Nice. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Just that vulnerable development, vulnerability development stuff. Sometimes I feel like we get a lot of that on a daily basis. Per se, our last is what we're talking about. Uh, but yeah, it's it is it is challenging to be actively working on that especially when there's nothing going wrong nothing really necessarily bad going on yeah and i think that's part of it though too is we're not good at that right now no but it's also like how do you continuously work on your relationship when things aren't necessarily going wrong because that will a lot of times like prevent 
Like, I feel like whenever we've been proactive about like sitting down, having conversations, talking through things, like asking questions, then sometimes we hit like a little bump and we're like, oh, we've been here before. Or I remember you saying this about that last week. Now I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? So I think there's there's work to be done on relationship fronts. And especially when you have such different personalities that it's also not just about talking, but it's about hearing and listening. And I need to work on that so much all the time. I'm I'm a horrible listener half the time. I want to be a better one. She's not a horrible listener. She listens to me and she'll, she'll catch me with saying something and then I'll do the opposite of it or I'll slack a little bit and she'll be listening to me and she'll be like, I remember you saying something about this. And I'm like, how do you remember that? <laughs> that was, that was like off the cuff. Kind of, you were listening, kind of, you weren't listening. Just you're good. I think you do listen. It's just, you, it depends on if you process. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is it's the hearing versus listening. Like I might hear you, yeah. but I'm not listening to a point. I don't know if that's the right like differentiator of that, but like I'm not listening to a point where it's like soaking into my brain. I think you are. I just don't think you're like thinking about like what that means. Yeah. Necessarily. You soak stuff in your brain subconsciously more than you think. Yeah. You're sharp. Your brain is very healthy. He's just being nice, but not being truthful, honestly. Yeah. Again, this is where your feminine energy shows up, though. You're just, you're just kind. Hey, I'm Ah, it's someone backing up that's got a utility vehicle in the alley. Oh, okay. Uh, I am happy with that then. (laughs) So this episode kind of went all around the place, but I think it's perfect representation of where we're at in this discovery of being different and having different parts of ourselves. I also would not want to date myself. First of all, I'd get so fucking annoyed. (laughs) Second of all, (laughs) I would just, it just wouldn't work. I could never date myself. And I don't think anyone can fully date themselves like the girl or boy or, you know, whoever version of themselves, um, because life would be really boring and you wouldn't learn a lot. So Leo, your breath smells like literal dead fish. On that note, news looking do you have anything you'd like to add leonardo luigi leonardo dicaprio oh, that was a big yawn. i think this episode is a good representation though of how things ebbs and flows and we're always like you said trying to discover more about each other discover ways that we can live together uh, and i think anyone who listens to this and has any kind of cool like personality i wouldn't say like conflicts but anything that's going on that's kind of similar to what we talked about please share with it's hard podcast via instagram d direct messaging uh we'd love to look at them i'm super curious about just the inner aspects of things and if people have conflicts or disagreements that keep happening and that have like a pattern to them because ours definitely have a pattern to them and they happen. It's just so interesting. I'm excited to figure them out or keep having them with you. (laughs) (laughs) We also don't want to feel as alone because I feel like sometimes you do feel like lonely in what you're going through, you know? Mm -hmm. 
Thanks for having me on today, Dej. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Next week is Valentine's Day, the day this releases. And we are doing a Q&A from some of our close friends. So Jack's taking the mic and he's in charge. Scary. Uh-oh. Leo also wants the mic. Leo, what's your question? Why don't you guys feed me more food? <laughs> because right. you weigh five pounds overweight. That's why. Oh my goodness. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Bye. Bye.